of us lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, the show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning. Welcome to Step Right with Lynn. I'm so happy that you're joining us this morning. The title of the show today is The Joy of Generosity, Giving in a Me Culture. My guest is Sherry Groth, a certified financial planner and stewardship consultant from the Mennonite Foundation of Canada. We're going to learn how the Mennonite Foundation of Canada helps people to plan their generosity. And you know that on Step Right with Lynn, I'm all about planning. Do you know that Canadians with a financial security plan are almost twice as likely to feel on track with their financial affairs as those who do not? And, should, and you should never settle for a one-size-fits-all approach to your financial future. Your financial security plan should be as individual as you are and should reflect your life stage, your personal circumstances, and your future goals. I'm here to take the time to understand your current situation, help you identify your future needs, and work with you to customize a plan to help you meet them. Send me an email at lynn at stepright.ca and we'll set up a time to chat. That's Lynn, L-Y-N-N, at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. While our culture encourages spending, debt, and a focus on self, the Mennonite Foundation of Canada encourages us to consider generosity. The Mennonite Foundation of Canada helps Canadians give money to the causes they care about during their lifetime and in their estate. In 2013, the Mennonite Foundation of Canada distributed $14 million to over 700 charities. Prior to joining the Mennonite Foundation of Canada in 2006, Sherry Groves worked for an agricultural cooperative for 13 years in a variety of positions. Sherry holds the Certified Financial Planning designation and has completed an Ontario Wills and Estate course. Sherry, we're so happy to have you here on Step Right with Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. I'm delighted to be here. That's great. Um, in doing this radio show, I have uh, had the opportunity to meet so many kindred spirits, and uh, Sherry is no exception to that. So very, very happy to have met Sherry and gotten to know her a little bit. So, <clears throat> Sherry, tell us about the Mennonite Foundation of Canada. How did it get started? Well, in the late 1960s in Canada, there were some Mennonite groups out in the West and some in Ontario that had a growing awareness of needs for an organization that would both administer charitable gifts and and facilitate giving amongst people, as well as providing some stewardship instruction in their churches. Um, meetings were held in the late 60s and early 70s, and Mennonite Foundation began in 1974, um, working with four Mennonite denominations, and currently we're working with seven across Canada. The philosophy at the start was based on God owning everything and us being managers of all that God has given us, whether that is a lot or whether that isn't a lot. And that philosophy is still in place. Um, We very much have an emphasis on mutual care 
And so staff have always provided assistance in will planning, we've offered charitable gift options, and we've taught biblical stewardship as well as managing funds for churches and related charities. Um, that was always the emphasis at the foundation rather than the rapid growth of the organization itself. We've very much been donor-advised right since day one, and we've always encouraged donors to be generous to the causes that they care about, and that can be any charity in Canada. We started mm-hmm. out by showing folks how enjoyable it is to live generously and to help make it happen, and that's still what we do every day. Um so you've got an interesting business model in that most of the resources and services that you offer are are free. You've got a, a website with all kinds of wonderful um, resources on it. Um, how are you able to do that, to offer things for free? Well, we certainly believe we have a generous God, and we enjoy demonstrating that generosity. And so giving our um, resources away is certainly one way that we do that. And we're able to because we manage funds for a variety of churches and charities across Canada, as well as some funds that have been gifted to charity by individuals. And the difference between what we're able to earn on those funds and what we pay is what covers the staff salaries and also pays for materials, travel, and many of our services. So we're we're quite delighted that we're able to offer this model. It's certainly countercultural, we've found. Um, many folks can't believe that they're actually getting something for free, and it really is for free. There isn't a, a bait-and-switch in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Which difficult is a- to find good things for free. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, uh, people um, uh, become suspicious when it's for free. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. There's, there's often this, you know. Wait a minute. What's the hook? What's the catch? When does the other shoe drop? Um, so at Mennonite Foundation, all the staff are on salary. There's no bonus or commission paid, and we really have nothing to sell other than the idea that it's good to be generous. And we, of course, would love to help you experience that and make that real. Um, So we're delighted to provide these biblical stewardship resources to Christians across Canada for free. And, yeah, basically it's because we believe God is generous and that we encourage generosity. And so being generous to donors, to churches, and to other charities is a way that we can put our beliefs into action. Um, Sherry, why do people need help in giving? And, and and sort of what is what is the help that you're offering people, and, and why do people need help? Well, for some of us, we simply write checks or make online gifts to charities. But life has become more complicated financially in the last bunch of years, and there are many giving options that folks simply wouldn't know about. Um, giving securities, donating insurance, thinking about gifts in your estate, for other folks, it's a case of, well, I don't necessarily have a lot, and I I don't know exactly where I want to give this money, but I want it to be given now. Or I have an idea of something I'd like to start or something I'd like to do, but I'm not a wealthy philanthropist. I don't have millions or billions sitting around, and so I don't know if my dream is realistic or not. And those are all places where Mennonite Foundation can come in and have conversations um, could be about starting a scholarship at a school. It could be about supporting a cause that's dear to you or finding a way to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, 
life you're you're right life is not getting any simpler things things do get more complicated so what i'm hearing you saying is that you're going to help people sometimes with what they're going to give to but a lot of it would be how they're going to give Yes, and that's where we can work with financial planners like yourself, with accountants, with lawyers. They certainly have areas of specialty and that they are the experts and know all about, but our expertise is the the small corner of generosity and charitable giving in Canada, and that's where we can provide input to those professionals as well as to individuals. Right, and we we don't want to give people the impression that it's a terribly complicated um thing to get involved in um in giving um the message we want to give is that you are there to help and make it simpler yes absolutely so for some of our clients um they've received a bunch of different donation receipts they support a bunch of places over the years and they would simply like to streamline that so they can make one mm-hmm. gift to Mennonite Foundation we send back one charitable receipt and then we operate like a charitable bank account, basically, or a charitable checking account, where you can simply tell us where to send the funds and when and how much, and we do all the work. Wow. So it can simplify people's lives that way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this connection between faith and finances, um, for people that are not familiar with that kind of a connection, um, how's that work? Well, we are a Christian organization, and for folks um, reading the Bible regularly, depending on the scholar, you'd find that between 2,200 and 2,500 passages in the Old and New Testament speak to money and possessions. So the Bible definitely has a lot to say about money and possessions. The question is, how do we take that information and some of that wisdom and apply it to our lives here in North America? It's a a challenge for us as individuals. It's a different society in biblical times than it is now. Um, I have a debit card. Jesus didn't have one of those. Mm, So life has changed a lot. It's a challenge that many churches haven't embraced as fully as they could There's a lot of hesitation to speak directly to the challenge that money and affluence can cause. So Mm -hmm. how do Christians live generously today? Um, What are our needs and what are our wants? Should we be looking at our neighbors here in Canada or should we be looking globally to determine our wealth and privilege and whether or not we're rich? North American Mm -hmm. culture teaches that I am what I own and what I wear and what I drive and where I live, that all of those things help create who I am and my sense of worth as a person, whereas the Bible would say that's not where that comes from. Your worth is inherent in that you are created in the image of God. And so if the church is silent on on these kinds of issues of generosity, of affluence and of wealth, then our only input or teaching is what we get from culture. And I think that's very risky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made me feel very sad when you started talking about, um, you know, where I live and, and, and the things I own define me, you know, that that's, that, that's, uh, that that's what people feel their identity is. 
that that made me sad thinking about that. Mhm. Well, we do sometimes believe that you know the new car or the new home or even the new pair of shoes or or the new something is where we're going to derive and find our happiness. Mm-hmm. And it might give you a bit of a boost briefly, but that's not where happiness is really found. Mhm. Mhm. Um so I think that this will be a moment that we can take our first break, Sherry, and um we're we're going to come back and and learn more about this uh right after this break. Okay. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. We're back. This is Step Right with Lynn. Today I have as my guest Sherry Gross from the Mennonite Foundation of Canada. And we're learning about um, the Mennonite Foundation of Canada and uh, and the work that they do, the resources that they provide people um, to help with um, with planning their generosity and um, and living um, a life around um, being generous. And we're lear- also learning about the biblical support that has been the foundation of this organization. Um, so, Sherry, how did you first find out about the Mennonite Foundation? Well, a foundation consultant came to my church a number of years ago and gave a sermon and also taught an adult education class about money and faith. My husband and I hadn't been married very long at that point, just a year or two, and our pastor had encouraged us to contact the foundation and they would help us prepare a will. So we did that as well. Um, They sent us a will and estate guide, which resulted in lots of conversations in our house about our particular situation and what our will might look like. Um, Then a foundation consultant came to our house one evening a few weeks later and discussed our plans, offered some great suggestions, and answered all of our questions. We then received a letter that we could take to our lawyer that detailed all of our decisions and the things that that we wanted to have happen in our estate. And it saved us a lot of time at the lawyers because we'd already had a great many mm-hmm. conversations. We considered all sorts of scenarios. And so the, even the lawyer had commented that, you know, this was so helpful for her um, because everything was written down already. 
Mm-hmm. And so we weren't sitting in the lawyer's office going, oh, gee, we didn't think about that. We're going to have to talk about that and come back. We were able to have this discussion in one meeting um, and the process it just really helped us make those decisions and actually gave us the push to get our wills done. It's something mm-hmm. we knew we should do, but we just hadn't really found the time and didn't really know what was involved. And then the foundation actually had a rebate to help us with the legal costs, so that was helpful as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience for us. And then a few years later, I was looking for a new challenge, and I thought that what I knew about Mennonite Foundation might be a good fit for me and the skills and gifts that I have and the things that I enjoy doing. And they had a position in Kitchener, so I was interviewed and hired in 2006, and I've been at the foundation ever since. Um, I love people, and I've always loved hearing their stories. And so the fact that I am now in a position to help people accomplish their charitable goals during their lifetime and in their estate is just something that I find great joy in. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, When you talk about the the will planning, Sherry, and that, um, you know, the Mennonite Foundation helps people have these discussions around the wills, it still is something that... You know, Canadians do not, you know, there's the, the numbers of, of people that do not have wills in place is, is still a staggering amount of, of people. Um, and, you know, the, the difference is you can make decisions and, and have those decisions made yourself, or you can leave things and, and then the government steps in and then there are certain rules that would be applied to a, to an estate. So I think people know that it's important, but they don't take action on this. I guess, you know, end of life is just not something that we want, um, that we want to discuss. Or people think that it's going to be too, um, you know, too a formidable a task. They don't, you know, they're not equipped to, um, perhaps deal with it. I really like to, um, you know, look at the will as that opportunity to have conversation around what you truly value, like you said you did there. So I think that's, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that process I think um, is quite exciting too. If if we're helping the people to, you know, to see the will as an opportunity, you know, as doing that will planning as an opportunity and not a terrible task that we have to do. You're right, Lynn. It, a number of folks think it's too complicated, it's too hard, I don't have enough to worry about it, or, oh, my family will just look after it when I'm gone. But the challenge, of course, is that if you don't write your own will, the province that you're in already has prepared one for you. And Mm -hmm. there are very strict provincial rules about what will happen to your estate, depending on whether or not you're married, whether or not you have children, how old they are. And it, it will look after your estate. Decisions will be made, but it's quite likely not what you would choose given the opportunity. So I really mm-hmm. enjoy talking with folks and saying this this isn't really complicated. These are hard decisions. They're difficult decisions. And we don't like thinking about life when we're not here with the people we love. Mm-hmm. But it is really an act of care to to go ahead and prepare that will and to look after those that you love after you're gone and those that you care about. 
to make mm-hmm. sure that you make a very difficult time as easy as possible. Right, right. Um, earlier you had mentioned that the um, the foundation is completely donor-advised. Uh, what does that mean? Yes, we started out as donor-advised, believing that donors, the people that are giving the money, should be able to determine the causes that they want to support rather than having us impose that on them. Many foundations in Canada will have a specific charity or cause that they support, so it might be a local hospital, a post-secondary school, or even just general needs in a local community, and that does suit some folks. But many of us have a range of charities that we support. So we might support something Mm -hmm. that's local and national. We might support small charities and large charities. We might support secular charities and faith-based charities. And Mm -hmm. so feeling firmly that the donor should be the one to make those decisions, we allow that. We are fully donor-advised, which means the donor would recommend one or more charities that they wish to support The donor determines the dollar amount, the timing, and whether or not they want to be known or whether they prefer to be anonymous. So the donor makes all the important decisions, and we handle the details. And in 2013, as you said earlier, we distributed nearly $14 to over 700 Canadian charities because that's where our donors told us to send the money. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I I think this... um, it's because everyone is unique, everyone has different thoughts, everyone feels passionate about different things. That's why you need to have a plan. Right? Exactly. Because, because it needs to be specific to you. It's not just, well, you know, so-and-so gives to this, so I'll do it too. Because there's no joy in that. Exactly. We're all wired differently. We all have different things that excite us, different things that break our hearts a little bit. And so figuring out what those things are that you care deeply about will certainly give some good guidance to the places that you would want to support. Mm-hmm. And that's a good description, too. That That's something that breaks your heart a little bit. That's <laughs> that's quite a nice description, Sherry, too. Mm-hmm. Um you know to find to find that thing that you really feel um strongly about yes. so so how are there other ways that the foundation makes it easy to give yes as i said earlier um for folks that want to support more than one charity we can make it easy to by allowing them to make one donation to mennonite foundation they get one receipt to track and then they decide where the funds are going to go, the amount, the timing, all of that kind of thing. We call it a gifting account. So rather than tracking a bunch of charitable receipts, you just have one, but you've still supported all the charities you normally do, and they still know that you've supported them if that's your choice to have your name forwarded. Now, some of our clients would have a specific amount of income that they want to donate annually, but they haven't always determined where every penny is going to go. So they might donate to the foundation, they receive a receipt in 2014, which is what they want to do, that's what their plan is, and then they can give us instructions at a later date, even in a future year if that's what they choose. Mm. Um, The gifting account can be funded in a variety of ways, from checks or credit card donations or regular transfers from a bank account, 
as well as by no donating something called publicly traded securities. Now, it's a, okay. it's a flexible account, and the only minimum we have is that these gifts to charities should be a minimum of $100. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how one way to make it simple. Um, for folks that have stocks, bonds, or mutual funds, these publicly traded securities, we accept those gifts and can issue a charitable receipt, and then the donor can send the money out to as many charities as they choose immediately or over time. Now, for mm-hmm. folks who've done this, they'll know that there's some paperwork involved, and each transfer of securities requires another set of paperwork. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to make donations of securities to 10 charities, you'd need to complete 10 sets of paper to make that happen. Uh, working right. through the foundation means you do one. Mm-hmm. And and then, so it's one set of paper, one transaction, one receipt, and the funds can still go to all the charities you choose. And you're yeah, helping them through through that paperwork as well. Yes, absolutely. We work with the client and with their broker um, as needed to to make it as easy as possible for them. Great. Now, this is particularly appealing for folks that want to donate securities, and maybe it's a smaller charity, maybe it's a church, maybe it's a place with a volunteer treasurer. They don't have a brokerage account. They don't know how to handle these these types of mm-hmm. gifts, or or they just may not want to handle these gifts. We turn those securities into cash for the charity, which is a lot easier for them. They know what to do when they get a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, for example, we had a financial planner that had called us. A client wanted to make a donation to us. And in the discussion, he said, you know, I've these clients are very generous. They have 20 different charities they want to support. And some of them have never heard of donations of securities or a brokerage account, and this is just so painful. I'm not sure when I'm going to get all the paperwork done because this is taking so long. So I explained how Mennonite Foundation was able to work. He checked back with his client, and they proceeded to make the gift through us, and we forwarded the money then to these smaller charities, which greatly appreciated not having to go to the time and trouble of having a brokerage account and figuring out how to sell the shares and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and there's there's some tax implications that make these gifts of of securities um very attractive to the donor as well. I mean, they're giving because they want to give, but um can you explain a little bit um you know how it how it helps them as well? Yes, on the tax side. Who- Yeah, for folks who do have these securities that have gone up in value, um, and they need to be held outside of a registered account, so not in RSPs or RIFs. So that's a good detail for people to know. But if you have securities, stocks, bonds, or mutual funds that have gone up in value, and you chose to sell them, a tax called capital gain would be due on the increase, the difference between what you paid for them and what you're selling them. However, in 2006, the federal government changed some of the tax rules about donating securities to charity and said if you take those same securities and instead of selling them, you donate them as is or in kind to a charity in Canada, you will have no capital gain tax due and you will still get the full charitable receipt. So, of course, some donors said, hey, this is a great idea. I don't pay any tax, so I'm not going to sell this. I'll just donate it, 
and I still get the full charitable receipt, I can use that to offset some other income. So it is mm-hmm. definitely a, a great way for donors to give money to the charities that they care about. Yeah, we're always looking for win-win situations, but that one sounds like a, a win-win-win-win situation. It <laughs> the, is. The taxpayer's winning, the charity's winning, um, you know, it it uh, it, it sounds like a, a, a great way to go for those people that are in a position to... Um, to make a donation of the securities. So, yes. um, yeah, it's time for another break. So we will do that, and um, then I'm looking forward to chatting more about this after the break. Great. Thanks, Liz. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. secret in the Waterloo region? The opening gala of the Grand River Film Festival is November 3rd, followed by five days of captivating films and dialogue. Galas, guest performances, Q&As with directors, red carpet, after parties, a fashion exhibit, comedies, documentaries, audience engagement with industry professionals and newsmakers. There is something for everyone. The Grand River Film Festival, celebrating an inspiring community through the shared experience of film. Check it out at grip.ca. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Step Right with Lynn. My guest today is Sherry Gross from the Mennonite Foundation of Canada. Uh, we're learning about the services that the Mennonite Foundation of Canada provides um, and how it can make giving easier uh, for donors as well as, you know, sometimes helping them determine what to give as well as as how to give. Um, and we've been talking about some of the, the tax implications of um, making donations. And Sherry, I mean, some people would think, you know, this is planning that billionaires would do. This is planning that, you know, people that are, you know, financing the wing of a hospital would do. Um, you know, is is that an accurate thing to, um, or are some of these, you know, the way, the methods that the billionaires would use, are they available to uh, more common folk? Well, yes. Typically, it's presumed that our clients are all folks with lots of zeros in their accounts. 
But that's <laughs> not the case. <laughs> Many of our clients are normal people. Um, we work as employees. We raise families. We pay mortgages. We're busy, and having the foundation look after charitable giving details just makes life simpler. Um, because we don't have a minimum gift requirement, other than that we prefer to issue checks of at least $100 to charity, it, mm-hmm. it becomes accessible to virtually everyone. And we do work with everyone, regardless of income or assets, during their lifetime. Some of the most generous folks are actually those that don't have significant assets. They simply choose to give a significant percentage or share of assets away. Mhm. Mhm. So and what's what are what are some of the um the things that you get the most excited about when you when you help people? Well, I one of the things that I love of course is is meeting with folks and hearing their stories. And that often happens at that will consultation where I get to meet with folks and chat with them about their will and estate plan. Some have one, some have an old one, and some have never Mm -hmm. even thought about this at all. And so they're always very interesting conversations about what's going to happen when we die and we don't need our assets any longer. Um, And assets tend to be very different than what's sitting in the bank account day-to-day. So day-to-day, we may not feel like we have a lot, but when we start adding up what our estate would be if we were to die, so maybe a house, retirement funds, investments, life insurance, that kind of thing, that can be quite a significant number when it's all added together. And Mm -hmm. by exploring what our assets would be when we die, we can start considering what makes sense for me to leave for my family, for those that I care about. Is there room for a charitable gift now um, in the estate? And and what might that look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, we, we also have some clients that do have significant assets and lots of zeros. Um, and in a few of those cases, we work with folks that have actually established their own private charitable foundation Um, And they've discovered that despite the name, their information actually isn't private. Anyone Mm. can go to the Canada Revenue Agency website and search information about any charity in Canada, including private foundations. And because charities don't pay tax in Canada, one of the ways that we're accountable to Canadians is by filing um, an annual charity return, so information about the charity, and then that's posted online so it's public and accessible to anyone at any time. Okay. So, for these, so for these folks with private foundations, their information is also available online, how much they give, what's in the foundation, where it goes. And by working through us, their charitable gifts are mingle, mingled with all of our other clients. So no one can tell if that gift, the money that we sent to Charity X, was from one donor or from many donors. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to just kind of mingle things and and have some privacy. Right for those so. people who don't want who don't want their name attached, who 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 choose to give anonymously for for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did have one gentleman who um, was very well educated and had a great job, and he was from a very small rural congregation that needed to do some extensive repairs and maintenance on their building. And he was actually earning a few times the church's annual budget. 
and he was quite concerned that folks in the congregation wouldn't understand how he could afford to give this much to the church building fund and might think he was earning the money illegally, which he wasn't. So we oh, were my. able to to provide anonymity for him. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it was a very small town. Many of the folks had, you know, just finished high school or hadn't finished high school. And so mm-hmm. it's, it was a big difference in his income from the folks in the community where he'd grown up. So the church received the funds through Mennonite Foundation and were simply told that they were a gift from a friend. And so he was able to support the cause he wanted to and not have his income become part of the conversation in the community. Right. So what I'm hearing you say is that through the Mennonite Foundation, whatever a person's concern is, um, you're going to know how to make it possible, how to deal with that concern. Yes. You know, in that case, it was, you know, his concern was, you know, not to to be anonymous. But I'm sure there are people with other concerns that, that you're able to help them work through as well. Absolutely. With 40 years of experience in helping people give, Um, We've seen a lot of situations, we've heard a lot of stories over the years, and we have a fair amount of history and expertise with our staff. So we are able to find answers for people, help them solve the problems they're running into about charitable giving, um, help their advisors with questions or complicated pieces that they may not be, they may not know all of the answers. It's just, it's part of our everyday work. Mm-hmm. So um, through the Mennonite Foundation of Canada, you also provide some services to churches and other charities as well. Tell me about those services. Yes, we have many resources that are suitable for small groups or Bible studies or adult education classes on the broad topics of money and faith. Um, some are specific, such as estate planning or thinking about retirement, and others are very broad in terms of our relationship with God and money. Uh, We recently worked with a number of other faith-based agencies in Canada to create a free online resource for young adults, which is called Making Change. So it's four short videos and an online discussion guide aimed at starting conversations about money and what we do with it, for folks in their teens, early 20s, or 30s. Um, So that's the kind of thing that we really enjoy, providing these resources. They're available free. You can take a look at the resource online on our website, or we're happy to mail a paper copy if that's your preference. Some of the other things that we do for churches and charities is provide planned giving services. So many of these agencies are smaller, They may not have staff that are able to have planned giving conversations, or they may not have the expertise to handle more complicated gifts. So we can help their donors, their supporters, think about gifts of insurance or securities or gifts through their estates and provide that information to the church, to the charity, or provide that information to the donor, whichever they prefer, And we can also facilitate those gifts on behalf of the church or the charity in that we can accept them on their behalf. We can receive donor and then, of course, distribute the funds to the the charity or charities that the donor indicates. 
Um, foundation consultants are also available to preach and to teach on topics of stewardship and generosity as, and contentment. We do presentations on estate planning, ways to give to charity, and even will um, host discussions about faith and money generally and how we work with that in, the, in our culture. So churches would feel free to contact any of our offices or to check our website. Okay. Another option that we provide is we will manage charitable funds for churches and charities. So because we are a faith-based organization, we do screen our investments to remove things like alcohol, tobacco, gambling, and pornography, and provide some mm -hmm. flexible, <clears throat> flexible access to the funds with competitive rates of return. Now, the funds invested with the foundation, of course, are where we make our bit of money that supports our free services and resources and provides wages for staff. So it's a win-win for the churches and the charities as well as for the foundation, of course. Great. So for those organizations, you, you have those, those services if they don't have their, you know, if they're not large enough to have their own um, services, you can provide all of those things for them. What about the individual? Um, just, you know, just a person um, that says, you know, I don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the means to make a difference. Um, you know, what can you say? What can you say to the, to that person? To that person, I would say, please give us a call. We're happy to have that conversation. It's free of charge. There's no obligation to give at any time to through us or to any charity. But we're happy to have the conversation about your particular situation, about your hopes and dreams, the causes you care about, the things that you want to see change in the world, and explore how that might be possible and whether or not that works in your particular situation. Mm -hmm. um, so, Sherry, talk to me a bit more about about planning. Um, you know, we we began by talking about planning. Um, why is that part important? Well, life just kind of happens to all of us. We get up, we go to work, we do dishes, we feed the cat, we look after the yard. We Life just kind of keeps on moving. And if we don't stop and take stock of where we are and where we want to be, life will just keep on moving. And so taking those, those spaces to pause and to think about where we are and where we want to be and how we might get from one to the other I think is very valuable for all of us in all areas of life, not just charitable giving or finances, but in in health, in work, in retirement, just taking that pause to say, where am I, what do I want to do, and how might I get from A to B, and who can help me? So thinking right. of, of charitable giving specifically, those who plan are actually more generous. Um, because they're intentional. So the folks mm -hmm. that say, I plan to give away X dollars or X portion of my income this year will probably do so. Those that simply wait until the end of December and say, what do I have left over, um, probably mm. won't have much. Right, right. And it, I guess it, um, the planning 
keeps us from getting to a point where we said, well, I always meant to do something, right? Yes, yes. You know, always to, you know, to to take control, to make it intentional, to make it um, just a part of our process, I think, is the goal. It's time for us to take another break, Sherry, and um, and we'll talk more right after this break. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Want to hear the best kept secret in the Waterloo region? The opening gala of the Grand River Film Festival is November 3rd, followed by five days of captivating films and dialogue. Galas, guest performances, Q&As with directors, red carpet, after parties, a fashion exhibit, comedies, documentaries, audience engagement with industry professionals and newsmakers. There is something for everyone. The Grand River Film Festival, celebrating an inspiring community through the shared experience of film. Check it out at grip.ca. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello again. This is Lynn Wedham, and I'm speaking with Sherry Groves from the Mennonite Foundation of Canada. We're learning about that organization and the services um, that they provide to the community. Sherry, um, there is a wonderful website with wonderful resources. Tell us um, if someone is, you know, now wants to learn more about the Mennonite Foundation. Um, if they're not quite ready to give you a call yet, um, what can they find on the website? What should they look for? Um, what are the resources that they can find there? Well, of course, all of our publications are on the website, including our will and estate planning guide that can help people think through their estate plan. We have an item called First Things First, which is a basic financial management guide for Christians in Canada. We have a book of reflective writings called First Fruits. We have a booklet called Living Life Backwards, which is thinking about some of the less financial pieces about the last half or third of life as we move towards retirement. Um, what are the things that we want to retire to? What are some creative ways that we can continue to give and to provide um, support and service in our communities and in our globe? So all of those resources are available 
online. You can simply click on them and read them on the screen if you like. If you prefer to have a paper copy, just call us or email us. We'll happily mail one to you for free of charge. And if you have a group that would like to have a few copies, just let us know and we'll happily send those. Also on our website, um, you can find some information about some of the services we provide to individuals and to charities. So for individuals, those are things like our will consultation service, things like our gifting account services um, for charities and for churches. It could be things like managing charitable funds. It could be some of our resources. It could be presentations or sermons. So information about all of those are available online. And of course, you can figure out how to contact us online. There's right. information about our various offices, the staff in the offices, um, email addresses, all of that sort of thing, of course, are on our website. Right. And um, so, uh, Sherry, what is the address of of the website? Yes, that's a good question. It's menofoundation.ca. So menofoundation.ca. Or you can go to any search engine and just type in Mennonite Foundation of Canada and you will find us. That's great. Um, and if they, someone wants to contact you directly, Sherry, if, they're, um, if they've said, well, yes, I'm really, ready to, um, I'm really ready to make things intentional and I really want to work with someone, how can they reach you personally? Reach me personally. The best option is probably the office number. I'm in the Kitchener, Ontario office, which is 519-745-7821. And our general toll-free number, toll number is 1-800-772-3257. So those numbers again for me at the Kitchener office are 519-745-7821 and our general toll-free number to reach any office in Canada is 1-800-772-3257. That's great. And Sherry, what is one final thing that you would like people to know about the Mennonite Foundation of Canada and its work? I would like people to know that we are all about faith and money and generosity. So we are all about exploring and responding to God's generosity um, by trying to make it easy for Canadians to give to the charities of their choice. We gladly serve anyone. You don't need to be Christian or even a person of faith. We work with everyone that wants to give and would find our services useful. So please do check our website. Um, give us a call, send us an email, start the conversation because we are delighted to talk with folks about charitable giving and generosity. Yes, and I, I would certainly encourage people to, um, at any any opportunity to um, to have that conversation around the will planning, I think is is so important, and um, you know using that the will planning as an opportunity to really clarify your values, share those perhaps with, with your family, um, and um, you know, really make the, the will planning a positive, um, a positive and creative experience um, as opposed to something that we just don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. The death rate in Canada is 100%. Yes, yes. We're all going to pass through that uh, that situation, aren't we? Yes, So we thank you. Thank you, Sherry, so much for joining us today on Step Right with Lynn. Thank We're, you, Lynn, uh, for the invitation. You're very welcome. Uh, it's been great chatting with you. Um been great to learn more about the Mennonite Foundation of Canada, another great organization. Uh, we've had the opportunity on Step Right with Lynn to learn about so many wonderful organizations. So I'd like to remind our listeners um, that the Grand River Film Festival will begin on November the 3rd and run through to November the 8th. Uh, I encourage you to get your tickets at griff.ca. That's G-R-F-F dot C-A. I'm especially looking forward to the closing gala on November the 8th, which will feature Dr. Iseldine Aberlash and the film Sepeda. Uh, there's a closing reception uh, included in the ticket price for that. Uh, it will be held at the Dunfield Theatre in Cambridge, um, and that's on Saturday, the no- November the 8th. Uh, you can get your tickets at griff.ca, G-R-F-F dot C-A, or for, this, uh, for that film especially, you can get your tickets at the box office at the Dunfield Theatre. There are um, a wide variety of films being shown through the week. There are comedies, documentaries, and the, the key is that there's a film shown, um, but there's also some discussion um, as well, there's a speaker or there's some music that's tied into it. Um, there's lots of good things going on there. So please check it out at griff.ca. That's G-R-F-F dot C-A. Next week, uh, my guest will be Ellen Swartz, and she will be bringing us thoughts on how to teach our children to care. She has founded an organization called Project Give Back. Ella believes that if we give children the proper tools and guidance, they can achieve the impossible. Project Give Back is a passion-based program designed for elementary students to develop empathy, build character, and ignite community-minded citizens. Remember, I welcome your thoughts, comments, questions, suggestions for guests, or ideas for show topics. Send me an email at lynn at stepright.ca. I'd love to chat with you. Remember, I'm here to help. This is Lynn Wedham. The show is Step Right with Lynn. Until next time, take the right steps to support yourself, your family, and your community. Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time.